Hey, Kim here. Quick update before you dive into this episode. We've changed the name of our podcast to Rooted in Tomorrow. It's a nod to our shared history and the bright future of our cooperative system. So if you get later in the series to our 22nd episode, you'll notice the change. But most importantly, it won't affect you as a listener or a subscriber. Thanks for listening and enjoy the episode. You have to think about more than just basic nutrition. You have to consider the whole animal. You have to consider how it eats. You have to consider the form of the food. You have to consider if the animal will eat it, how it chews it, uh, if it wants to eat. There's so many things that you have to consider beyond just what's in that animal's gut and just what goes down its throat. People that think about feed don't always think about that. We do. We think about the entire animal and all of the things that can affect the way those nutrients are utilized by that animal. Think about the work that you do. What makes it meaningful? Is it the results? Or is it the process? Or is it the promise of something greater? Being a cooperative means we're in this together to build a sustainable future and feed human progress. This is Something Greater, a podcast by Lando Lakes, Inc. I'm Kim Olson. Follow along with us as we bring you the stories and voices that impact our shared community. Innovation. It's not a word that's reserved for big tech companies or putting people on the moon. Many times, innovations happen at the microscopic level and in companies that might not catch your attention, but are certainly worthy of it. Purina Animal Nutrition is one of them. It's one of our four business units at Land Lakes Inc. For 125 years, it's been a hub of cutting-edge products and animal feed. And to the average consumer, innovations here are not always obvious. Think about this feed that makes animals more healthy, more resistant to insect bites, and higher performers. It's not always the idea you might have for innovative thinking, but it is just that. Today, we'll take you on a journey. Innovation from the ground up as we head to our Purina Animal Nutrition Center, otherwise known as the farm. left, then you will arrive at your destination. 45 minutes west of St. Louis, Missouri, Gray's Summit is an unassuming town and home to our Purina Animal Nutrition Research Center. Since 1926, in fact. Purina itself? Well, that dates back 32 years earlier. (coughs) It's just before 5 a.m. in the heat of summer. The sun doesn't rise for another half hour over the hills of our 1,200-acre farm. It's just beautiful out this morning and then Winter time, we can get all the way down to zero and have snow and have things freezing and breaking on us when we're doing stuff, so we get a little bit of everything out here. That's Mike Jarina getting ready to feed the horses. You'll hear from him later. <laughs> Workers are just beginning to show up for the day, not to mention the staff that keeps watch for all the animals overnight. 
Now the word center could throw you off because make no mistake, this is a working farm, but with all the tech tools to analyze and break down the science of innovation. So my name is uh, Dr. Cindy Lumen, and I'm the Vice President of Technical Innovation for Orlando Lakes Feed, um, which includes Purina. We have um, just fun stuff, high-speed treadmills where we can do exercise physiology. We have a pilot plant that allows us to do the same kind of manufacturing that any of our feed plants can do. She runs the Purina Animal Nutrition Center which over the years has helped secure at least 100 product patents after more than 20,000 studies, with the whole mission of increasing animal performance. Now that word performance can take on several meanings, depending on where you look. We try to feed animals, find ways to feed animals, that helps them to be the best that they can be, whether that is um, improved production, more milk, more eggs, more meat, whether it's interaction with their owner, whether it's their athleticism. So production or the ability of an animal to perform is different for different animals and different for different people. We try to take that into account and um, develop products that help them perform, whatever that means. Today, customers are smarter, and so are farmers. Tech tools provide a wealth of information about your crops, your animals, and the products you're selling. It's all available to today's modern farmer. It's easier to see through the sales pitch. So when it comes to the word performance, Purina has to prove it. This is our working laboratory, and we are the home to um, the innovation and the research that we do with animals on site. Uh, We have about uh, 350 dairy cows. We have about 160 beef cows. We have 200 sows. We have about 80 horses. We have a whole bunch of chickens, uh, goats and sheep, bees, uh, rabbits, deer, uh, game fish, game birds, all kinds of animals here. And uh, this is the site where we do the research. Whoa! Sick, sick, sick. That's Gerald Moppin, manager of the beef cattle department. Among his skills, his uh, unique way to bring the cows home. That's how I grew up calling cows. <laughs> it's kind of like calling your dog or whatever you call. Call the same way every time, and if you feed them or reward them for coming, then they're going to come, you know. In many ways, it's not unlike your family farm. Take the dairy research team, for example. You can hear the hum of fans keeping the cows cool in the dairy barn. Cows are milked three times a day. But here's the key difference. They gather about 302 million points of data every single month to use and study how changes in nutrition might affect a cow's health, production, or effect on the environment. Uh, First name is Derek. Last name is Segelhorse. I'm the assistant manager here at the dairy unit. So all day long we're gathering data points on these cows. Uh, As they leave the parlor, we're capturing body weights on those cows three times a day. Each cow wears an ear tag that uh, can tell us their activity, how much time they lay down, how much time they ruminate, um, whether or not they're in heat. So we, we get a lot of information. So 
tremendous amount of data points. It doesn't stop there. Each animal is cared for and monitored closely throughout its entire life. And not just within a small window. My name is Mike Jarina, and I'm the department manager at the equine facility at Purina Animal Nutrition Center. We'll breed the horses, we'll fold the horses out, we'll measure every single variable that we can possibly get our hands on as we're doing that to understand how they grow and develop, how it is to actually make those horses, how it is to train those horses, and then we record all that to get information on how our products perform. If it's something where you have a set goal, you're spending the money, and you have to have an outcome that you're shooting for, you're not really innovating. You're just trying to hit that target end goal. When you're innovating, you're saying, oh, that didn't work. Let's try this. Oh, that worked. Let's try this. Let's expound off that and go a little further. So that, to me, is the innovation, and that's the beauty of having a, a facility like this where we can do those things, and we can go back to square one if we need to and start, or we can just keep building off what we have. Here at the farm, research, innovation, and ideas don't just play out on paper. It begins with a real problem to solve, then taking action. Here's Dr. Cindy Lumen again. A great example, I think, would be our new um, RX3 product that we're, we're introducing in the beef cattle market. The problem is respiratory disease in cattle is a problem. We can't feed antibiotics like we used to be able to feed antibiotics. The, the changes in legislate, legislature won't let us do that, rightfully so. So what can we do to solve that problem? And here it comes, the real science part, which is exactly why the Animal Nutrition Center is home to not just experts, but around 20 PhDs and doctors of vet medicine. We developed a screening method that lets us look at different compounds to determine how it affects an animal's immune system. So you start very basic. How does it affect the way that a white blood cell engulfs a bacteria? How does it, does it increase it or does it decrease it? How does it affect the way that an animal um, fights fever? How does it affect the way that an, that an animal deals with these kind of insults? And you, you can find different compounds that affect the immune system in different ways. Then you can Sort, so you sort of have a library, right? Then you can pull those types of compounds together into a package. And so we are launching now a product, a very exciting product, RX3, that has been shown to help an animal's immune system kickstart when they're faced with these respiratory diseases. And it helps them to fight them better. It helps them to get better faster. So it's that without antibiotics. So that is very exciting. And that's a great example of producer having a problem. A, my animals get respiratory disease. B, I can't use antibiotics anymore. How do I solve that? So we solve the problem and we solved it in a way that is cost effective and realistic to the producer. When you break it down to that level of detail, we're talking months, even years of research, and a real problem that both the producer and the consumer are having to wrestle with. And here's the deal. It's not just about what the animal eats. Researchers here look at how it eats, the form of the food, when it wants to eat, even what environment it lives in. Perhaps these are things you don't always consider, but they certainly do. I'm Dave Hogmood, and I'm uh, Executive Vice President of Land Lakes and the President. I, I lead the Purina Feed Division. It's a big year for Purina, celebrating its 125th anniversary. 
And Dave Hogmood has been here for 40 of those years. The primary role I have beyond that, though, is I am a gatekeeper. I like to be, I'm a part of the team that measures where are we going? How far is this idea going to go? And, and how do we commercialize it then? Uh, so, you know, I am, uh, other than the operating staff led by Dr. Cindy Lumen and all the PhDs, uh, I'm a primary sponsor and owner of where, this, where we go here. Yeah, the farm serves a couple purposes here. Of course, one of them is research. I'll come back to that. The other is right where we're sitting, we bring uh, several thousand customers, prospects, dealers, co-ops, business opportunities a year here for uh, different degrees of a tour and presentations in the conference center. So that's great. It's a marketing tool, a selling tool. The research piece, though, uh, this is incredible. It really is the biggest and best in the U.S., at least, I'll say, in our industry. It has a good mix of basic research, metabolism work and microbiome and other things, laboratory work, with a good mix of all the live animals on site to do the application and the practical work to see it work and prove your stuff. We tend to be, uh, sometimes to a fault, science-based in that we really want replicable work. When we say something works, it needs to work. Uh, And so this place gives us that capability. Innovative thinking in animal nutrition at its core has stayed the same, solving problems in different ways. Where it's changed, though, is its approach, and in many cases, the problems themselves. You know, innovation has always been nutrition-driven by species, so dairy, cattle, swine, horse, rabbits, all the other animals, and by life stage. So the infant, the teenager, the adult, and having the children, breeding. It's always been aimed that way. And it's always been aimed also at the performance of the animal, maybe growth, maybe body type, maybe leanness, all those kind of things. But that's morphed a bit. Now, uh, similar to what we hear in the human world, we're talking about health and wellness. We're talking about platforms like the microbiome, which is the gut or a particular environment, health. And how do you affect that? Uh, And so research has really evolved uh, as we've evolved and as as we're trying to get more out of each animal. It's that evolution which has kept Purina at the top of its game. Let's look back for a second. Pelletized animal feed? It's everywhere today. Purina invented it in 1928. Fast forward about 30 years, another game changer. The Land O'Lakes Heritage World created, invented, milk replacer for cows, so think infant formula for calves. And that came out of Land O'Lakes Research 50 years ago. Uh, everybody has it. So you got to stay ahead of that curve. So when we say at Land O'Lakes we're feeding human progress, that includes feeding the animals that make progress possible. Research for us helps with market insights, health and wellness, sustainability or environmental impacts in animal nutrition. Which brings us to what's next. 15 new product launches this year. From our foundation to innovate, to a future for the taking. Technology is a constant race. Well, so is our space. So advancements uh, get diminished over time because others catch up. And we have competitors do different types of research. Uh, So from my perspective, innovation constantly has to stay ahead of the curve 
and be ready for tomorrow. There's a couple different reasons you do research. So marketing does a lot of work, or we listen to the customers and prospects, and what are, what are they looking for? What do they need? What do they want? And of course today, not just health and wellness, but sustainability, environmental impact, all those things are coming to the forefront. So how do you address that? Another area might mean consumer trends. And that's where that antibiotic thing comes in. Or some other areas, and we'll get into detail, regardless of the science, the public has a perception. So you deal with it. Uh, And then there's a third area that, you know, it's a little bit we don't know what we don't know. We spend a certain amount of time doing that. I'll call it white space, extreme innovation research. I mean, I didn't realize that I wanted an eye anything. And now my house is full of iPads, iPhones, used to be iPods, iMacs, uh, and an interesting perspective of all the social media that that smartphone has brought. So what's that like in our space? Sometimes the problems, even solutions, won't always grab the headlines. They seem simple. Better diets for an aging horse with a weaker immune system, or reducing ammonia from pig manure for a better environment by innovating with an animal's diet. That's how it's done. From our farm to yours and your local country store, innovation with animal nutrition to achieve something greater. Something greater um, means that we take an animal and by providing it an improved nutritional profile, or an additive, or a new management system. We make them perform at their very best. So they may be baseline. We help them get to the next level, whatever that means to their owner or producer. That's what we do. We solve the problems that help them to be the greatest animal that they can be. The output starts with the input, and one of that's the people. And when I, when I bring people here, we have all these tours or VIPs, if you will. One of the commonalities, regardless of the group, is they reflect or comment on the passion of our people, their commitment, and their quality. And uh, to me, that's probably the biggest building block of this pace, maybe even the cornerstone. Uh, and something greater to me means all those individuals with passion that make this work. Wait a minute, we're not done yet. This is the final episode of the first season of Something Greater. For our members out there, you'll still be hearing from us through our regular communications while we take a little break and come back for our next season. And if this is your first episode, well, download, subscribe, and start from the beginning with Land O'Lakes President and CEO Beth Ford. And tell your neighbors, too. The Land O'Lakes Something Greater podcast is delivered monthly via our Member Connections newsletter or on our website. Just go to landolakesinc.com, then click on Members at the top right. We're also available wherever you find your podcasts.